You'll start maybe planning an exit this year. Or like most people, you're interested in what actually happens when a successful founder sells their company. Well, in this episode, my good friend Nick Telson, founder of Design My Night, gets into details of how it all went down. I'm curious, actually, why didn't Time Out buy you guys? They couldn't afford us. Oh, is that what happened? Yeah, oh, really? Yeah. Well, I don't want to slag off Time Out, but <laughs> they haven't got that much. And no, well, nowhere near enough money to pay for Design My Night. So what was the process like on the exit? Because, you know, I've, I love the fact that you're so open about it, right? Um, you know, And not many founders get the opportunity to actually have an exit. So yeah, what was that process like? Um, I'd love to know that process, but also what I'm really intrigued to know is once that money got wired, like what happened emotionally, because <laughs> yeah. I know we've had chats about it. But yeah, why don't you tell us a bit more about like that experience of selling the company? So we engaged a broker about eight months out from when we thought that our revenue in EBIT would be in a position to get the multiple that we wanted to get the amount of cash that Andrew and I wanted. So you had a magic number? Had a magic number. Luckily, we were both pretty aligned on that. And we just looked at similar multiples in the industry. Um, we were we were running at like 48% EBITDA margin as well. Oh, so wow. we were sort of spitting out cash at that stage. <laughs> That's like a slot machine. A cash machine, ATM. What was your revenue? Uh, we were doing around, God, what were we doing? We are doing about, when we sold it, about four or five million. Okay. And the, your, uh, you talked about this already, but the software was the real unlock for you guys. We had that recurring monthly revenue, right? Yeah. So, yeah, the software for us, not only was it the recurring revenue that was very scalable, and especially in the UK, you've got a lot of groups. Mm. So, you know, you could sign up a Young's, pubs, yeah. you know, that's a hundred grand contract. Yeah. And, you know, so there was quite a lot of almost enterprise contracts yeah. in hospitality. Uh, so we knew we just had to sort of nail a couple of groups a year, plus mm. just sign up loads of smaller ones. Mm. So we, we could model Design My Night pretty accurately like it's quite crazy how we forecasted it pretty close and then we engaged a broker we spent probably about four months with them doing the im it was quite a complicated business so the the booking software was a SaaS fee. It's quite a big memo then investment memo it's quite a big one yeah it was a big okay. one and because we had design my night so the b2c arm you had to explain how that worked and the mm. revenue levers there we had a booking software which was just monthly SaaS. we mm. had a ticketing software which was a clip on the ticket and then we had a vouchering software, which was a percentage fee. So we had all these different revenue models, all growing at different sizes, all at different stages. So trying to get that across in an IM was quite difficult. So so our broker had to work really closely with us, sort of remodeled the business with us, really understood it. And yeah, we went back and forth on the IM for ages, got it done. Yeah, it was probably about 100 slides in wow. the end. Um, wow. And, and how many bidders were interested in? So what was like... So then he did like a closed... So he said, look, first we're going to just go out and not say it's Design My Night um, and actually not go to your closest competitors who ironically would probably be the people that would buy you. Um, and we got some nibbles, but nothing concrete. And then he said, okay, let's, let's, let's do the, the proper... Um, funding now, the, the round, and go out and spoke to all of our competitors, you know, mm. Booking.com, OpenTable, TripAdvisor, Eventbrite, etc. And we had about three concrete offers on the table oh, at the excellent. end. Um, and obviously that process is long. Yeah. So they see the... They and they hit your magic number. They went over the magic number, oh, wow. which is good. Uh, we actually rejected our acquirer's bid three times. And then they came back and said, look, this is the final bid. 
take it or leave it. And it was funny because there was two much bigger players who were interested, one American, one Japanese, actually. And our broker said to us, look, a deal can fall through at any time. Mm. This offer from Access, like we know them, they're sort of acquiring monsters, like they will get it done quickly. They won't do lots of due diligence. They've got the cash. They're offering more than you want. So do you want to get greedy and wait for the, the two other players who might offer you quite significantly more, but it might fall through at any time. So he sort of grounded us and was like, look, this is more than you want and the mm. deal will get done quickly. It was a favorable earnout as well. Mm. So just take the deal. So the deal got done pretty quickly. Um, got it done in about four weeks from accepting the offer. It nearly fell through on the last day. What? Yeah, uh, we were meant to sign at 8 a.m., 9 a.m. and we signed at about 6, 7 p.m. Um, what, what happened? What, there was yeah. a new EU financial regulation that came out. Oh, P- God, P- classic P- government. <laughs> classic. <laughs> um, and our lawyer phoned us up that morning. Uh, I literally remember where I was sat in my flat when I took that call and he was like, this is in your small flat, right? This, this is, a, this is this before was, the upgrade. Yeah, this was a very small flat in State Newington. <laughs> yeah. um, and they were like, have you heard of P... PD, PTDS2, PTS2, whatever. I don't even know what it's called. I've blanked it out. And we were like, no. He was like, okay, well, the acquirers want to know how you're going to deal with it. And we were like, well, we don't even know what it is. So Stripe handled all our payments at that time. And we were putting hundreds of millions of pounds through Stripe. And we were one of their first big customers. So they looked after us really well. And yeah, we spoke to our account manager. And he was like, we couldn't tell him we were getting acquired either. So we were like, look, we need to get you on a call. This is important, but yeah. I can't tell you I why. Can't tell you why. <laughs> yeah. We were like, oh, all of our investors are on the call and our chairman and stuff. So can you, um, you know, just explain this, this regulation? Like 22-year-old account manager yeah, on the call. Right. Like, <laughs> he <laughs> earned his money. He earned his salary yeah, that, yeah, that day, yeah. I'll tell you that. <laughs> and, and, and yeah, he, he did it. They, they asked him questions. He replied, put the phone down, didn't hear anything for a few hours. And then the, the, our lawyer phoned us and said, okay, it's go time. So wow. can you get to their lawyer's office in, in the city? And then they had a whole floor for us, which was quite cool. Like we were in one room, the acquirers in the other. The lawyers were still... Oh, is that the movie scene? It was pretty cool, wow. yeah. But the lawyers were still going at each other. So we were like... How is this not done yet? Like, so they were they still need to make some more money, right? Yeah, they need to make yeah. some more money. The lawyers they did all right. An extra hour, a thousand pounds. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah no, they, they do. No, they mate, do. Just, just throw I some love shit. you, lawyers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're just discussing what they're doing on the weekend, probably. Um, and then that went on for like an hour. Um, and then uh, the head of M and A came into our room. We're like, okay, it's done. We're ready to go. And then we did the signing. So how long was it until you signed that? And obviously, in a payout, you're not going to get all the money. So how long did it take until, because you had due diligence, it's probably, what, two months? How long um, until the money was wired? After signing the deal, I think we got the money, like, the week later. Mm. But we got about 60%. So it was 60% up front, 40% earn out. But we had to go back on Monday and do our, our earn out for two years. So actually, Andrew and I were sort of elated, but at the same time, like, Oh, we need to, we're back in the office on Monday yeah. to go. So I don't think it really hit us until the end of the actual earnout that we were like fully done. So th- was there always something in the back of your mind looming like, you know, if we don't hit these targets, 
we're not going to get our own out was that yeah and that was you know we we became really it was a revenue target as well so we just became incredibly focused mm. on what's going to drive us revenue right yeah. so we actually sort of flipped the strategy which isn't great for the acquirer um but we were just like you know when ideas were coming up we were like that's not going to make us enough revenue in enough time we're not doing it right so everything we were looking to build or invest in or hire was Mm. only things that were going to drive revenue. Gotcha. Mm. Um, fortunately for us, um, we integrated with um, Google Bookings ah. that year. And I'd be on them for years. So when you Google a restaurant, it just says book now. Yeah. That was just an apps. I cannot tell you. Like we, So we were doing, I don't know, hundreds of thousands of bookings a year through Design My Night. The first night, so we turned it on at night because we were like, well, let's just see if it works and doesn't break. Mm. So we, I was up, my CTO was up, Andrew was up. I think that night they did something like 5,000 bookings. Wow. <laughs> like, un Change the game. We, and we had to sort of be like, well, shit, because we charge per cover for our, our bars and restaurants. Suddenly their bill is going to be like yeah. 500 pounds a month to like five grand a month. Yeah. So yeah. we just had to just think, okay, let's even let's just reduce that by 80%. Yeah. Can we slip it in? And just slip it in because that will get us to our target um, rather than them saying, no, I don't want to take bookings yeah. from you yeah, anymore. Totally. So, so, so it was almost too good. And I think Google are going to own that space. So I, I think in the next five years, you won't really have discovery sites. I think it will all really? be done by Google. Yeah. That was our 7th of December episode with the founder of Design My Night, Nick Telson. Follow the link in the show notes to listen to the full episode.